Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And I have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Callie Lawson. And uh, we're going to be discussing her beauty business and kind of get to the the root of what her next steps are going to be in her business. So welcome to the podcast, Callie. Thank you. Happy to be here. (laughs) So let's just get to know each other a little bit. I think this might be the first time we've ever spoken. Um, I've seen your name around my social medias, so I've seen your name, but I don't know too much about your business and uh, what you're up to. So just let me know and let our listeners know what is it that you're doing in the world. Well, I'm uh, my business, Callie Nicole Star Beauty. I do makeup, and. I love doing makeup, but right now is trying to, I want it to be more, and I don't know how to get that message across. So that's what my struggle is. Okay, so when you say you want to get your message out, what is the message? Well, that's what I'm almost lost at. I like the transformation and doing makeup with women, but I don't want it to seem superficial. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Well, let's get into this. All right, so I'm going to start with the three main planets in your uh, in your astrological birth chart. Okay, so you have your Sun in Aquarius, which I'm sure you know, and you have your rising mm-hmm. sign in the sign of Leo, and then your Moon sign in the sign of Capricorn. So these are the three primary planets that we're going to focus on, and then we'll go deeper into the chart 
uh, to get for more clarity. But one of the interesting things before I go into those three planets is that you actually have an Aquarius stellium. Um, so this is actually really interesting placement. I've actually never done a reading for someone who has an Aquarius stellium. So I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about that since you have your sun in the sign of Aquarius, which your sun sign is basically how you see yourself. So, but when you mm -hmm. have an Aquarius stellium, it's magnified even more. So it's like literally you are an Aquarius. If there ever was like an epitome of someone who is Aquarius, it would be you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let me go into what that means. So an Aquarius, they are the 11th sign of the Zodiac. Uh, they are the visionaries and the pioneers of the Zodiac. They, I always kind of make the joke that um, they, kind of, they do things differently. They are generally like, I don't know, like the girl in high school that had the mohawk or something. Like she's definitely like a little rebellious. Mm -hmm. She likes to go her own way. Nobody's going to tell her what to do. Um, she's carefree. She's lighthearted. She's got a lot of ideas. I mean, she's just versatile and exciting and intelligent. Yeah. Sound like you? Are you a little rebellious? Definitely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, th Most definitely. <laughs> like own that. Um, I know we're just kind of scratching the surface here, but in your beauty business, it's like the weirder, the better is basically what this is saying. Okay. Then you've got your rising sign oh. in the sign of Leo. And that's a fire sign. So your rising sign is actually how other people see you, which is obviously different than how you see yourself. So you see yourself as the pioneer, the visionary, the, you know, um, have us all these awesome wacky ideas and, you know, creative and all these things. But the way that people see you is actually Leo. So outgoing, warm, uh, creative, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, organized, um, appreciates the spotlight, loves to give other people the spotlight. So it's much different than Aquarius. So when you're thinking about, mm -hmm. um, you know, serving your market and you're thinking about makeup and your beauty business and how to, how to add some depth to it, just keep in mind that the, that the way that people are seeing you is actually someone who, um, who is, who loves the spotlight, but also is looking to give it to other people. So you have a way of really bringing people together and making them feel, like they are the center of the universe. Okay. Then you have your moon sign in the sign of Capricorn. So this is an interesting placement considering I just did another reading who also had her moon Capricorn. Uh, okay, so your moon sign is your emotions. This is your, uh, this is your inner self. This is the, your soul. And when you have it in the sign of Capricorn, it's an interesting sign to have there in that one, it's an earth sign um, who's not actually very uh, vocal with their emotions. So on some deeper level, um, you keep your emotions like under wraps. You know, I like to refer to Capricorns as like the closet emo. You know, they, um, they're, they're <laughs> climbing the ladders, but nobody's going to ever see them sweat. I know because I am a Capricorn. <laughs> right. <laughs> Does that sound like you? Definitely, yes. Right. So on this level, so the importance of the moon sign, especially when we're looking at your higher calling, is 
we want to satisfy your emotional state. I know a lot of people, you know, keep your emotions out of business, blah, blah, blah. But when you're looking at a higher calling, it's actually a fuel. You know, it's actually the part that lights you up. Like when you are ignited emotionally, that's what, that's when momentum shows up. So when you look at Capricorn, it's of course, you know, on an emotional level, she's going to get excited when she accomplishes something. Um, she's mm -hmm. going to get excited when she feels appreciated for her hard work. But mm -hmm. on the deeper level, she also has this melancholy, you know, it's a, it, like I said, closet, you know, like people aren't necessarily allowed to see it, but this is like her inner world. So that, that you know, it's kind of like if she's not working towards a goal, she happens, she starts to fall into these like depressive states. Does that sound familiar? Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm talking to myself when I'm talking to you, I'm that person too. <laughs> so we've got to make sure, you know, as we continue the reading that we, you know, as we're talking about your higher calling that we really have to satisfy Capricorn. We've got to keep her um, grounded, you know, you know, following her dreams, goal oriented, um, achieving all those higher things. But on the other side, we've also got to make sure that she stays happy um, that she doesn't dip and feel lonely, that she doesn't feel misunderstood, because that's going to be the shadow of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's get into, okay, so you've got your midheaven, that's your 10th house in your astrological birth chart that has to do with your career. So you have that in the sign of Taurus, which is kind of obvious almost because Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus is the planet of love of beauty, of compassion, of attraction. And when you have, so uh, Libra and Taurus are both ruled by Venus, but you have Taurus in your midheaven. So he really is, uh, he is the guy that is basically working. He's another earth sign. He's working for his goals. He's going to work hard, but at the end of the day, he wants to be rewarded uh, physically, monetarily for his efforts. So he's different, like, so Capricorn is an earth sign and they're climbing the ladder, right? But they're climbing mm -hmm. the ladder so then when they get to the top, they can finally rest. And, you know, and, and work is, is really keeping them away from those melancholy states. But Taurus is an earth sign where he's working hard, but he's working hard for, for, for his own selfish reasons. He really wants to be able to mm -hmm. kick back, buy his nice sweet house, you know, hang out on his comfy couch and enjoy the fruits of his labor. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> when you think about your career in this way, okay, so you think about, I want to create a space, right? An experience where people come, they feel um, taken care of, they feel luxurious, they feel beautiful, they feel like all that hard work that they've done is finally for this one moment of being pampered. So it's very interesting. It's very aligned already with what it is that you're doing as far as makeup. Mm -hmm. Now it's just like, we're, it's time to create the experience. Right. Okay. So that's Taurus. He wants you to create the experience of really being in this luxurious, um, like, it's almost like if you are like, we'll go into your uh, ideal customer in a moment, but like they're working so hard for the day that they get to go to the spa or the day that they get to go on the retreat or the day mm -hmm. they go on vacation. Okay. 
So let's talk about some gremlins here. So we've got Saturn in the sign of Gemini. So Saturn actually rules Capricorn. So again, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the archetype of Capricorn here because Saturn is the, is the uh, father figure of the Zodiac and he's basically the disciplinarian. He really wants to crack the whip. He wants, you know, he wants to see effort. He wants to see accomplishment. And you've got in the sign of Gemini, which is interesting because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. It's the planet of communication. Um, they're, they're basically... I like to think of them as like the talkative, intelligent one. They're like the person at the mm -hmm. party that's like got all the interesting stories. Um, they might be a little bit fabricated, but they're highly um, entertaining and they're highly educated and they like to intellectualize everything. So when you mm -hmm. put him in the sign of Saturn, he's basically saying, okay, look, I get it, Gemini. You've got, you know, this dual personality. You're a little miss chatty chatty over here, but then you're like, can't make a decision over here. You've got all these ideas, <laughs> but you're not quite sure which one to pursue. You know, he's basically like, we got to, we got to ground this. Like we really got to, we've got to make sure that you know how to communicate, Gemini, what it is that you do so that people actually want to come and, and, and let you serve them. So he's basically asking to for you to take all of those ideas, all of those facts, all of that extra learning that you've done and, and use that in a way that's going to serve your ideal customer. But, but what he's really after is that you're taking baby steps to ground some of the air qualities. So Gemini is an air qual is an air sign. Um, they, it's like, not that they have their head in the clouds because they're actually, um, just very grounded in the way of like, uh, of ideas. Like they could really see the roots of things mm -hmm. coming into play, but then they have a hard time implementing those ideas. Mm -hmm. So he, so he wants to reward you. So whether this is financially, which that would really satisfy Taurus, uh, your midheaven, uh, is that he wants to see the effort. He wants to see you solidify and commit to some of those bigger ideas. Okay. Makes sense? Yes. Okay. So now let's get into the 12th house. Okay. So the 12th house is your house of karmic debts. It's actually what, it's actually what you were brought to this planet to work through. And I like to bring it up in a higher calling um, business reading because I think it has a lot to do with your ideal customer. And I like to refer mm -hmm. to as your kismic client. Um, mm -hmm. And the reason for this is that I believe that the person that you're really here to serve is someone that's very similar to yourself, someone that's potentially you just a few years ago. Um, so I don't know if you've ever gone through uh, maybe some old journals or old Facebook posts to think, to really see, you know, what were you going through, you know, a few years ago? So because right. like you're a few years ahead, what were you going through then? that we could bring to kind okay. of, to attract your ideal customer. Because what you are going through is what your person is going through now. So you have it in the sign of cancer. So this is interesting because I'm getting like a, cancer is a water sign, so lots of emotions. Like a lot of emotions. And the problem, the shadow side of cancer, not only are they very creative and they're very nurturing, they're actually the mother of the Zodiac, 
Um, they, they're taking care of everybody else. They're almost like people pleasers in that way because they want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. But the problem becomes is that they don't always put themselves first mm -hmm. and they don't take care of themselves. And what happens is they get to a place where emotionally they're drained and they crawl back in their shell, in their crap shell. Are you there? Callie? Are you here? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I lost you for there for a second. So I was talking to yeah. you. So, so your ideal customer, did you hear what I said about the cancer and crawling back in the shell? No. <laughs> okay. Let me go through that again. Okay. So you have the 12th sign in the sign of cancer. Cancer is a water sign. Um, they are the mother of the zodiac. Uh, they, they're basically, mm -hmm. their shadow has to do with, they're a people pleaser. They want to make sure everybody's happy. They want to make sure that they've nurtured the whole family, which in essence makes, makes them put themselves last. So a lot of times what happens mm -hmm. is this is where they become emotionally drained. This is where they crawl back into their crab shell and they kind of hibernate in there and they become... Not, a, not become a recluse, but they definitely like separate themselves to go to go uh, reboot. But a lot of times that reboot isn't really the reboot that they truly need. Yes. That's so I don't know if you're uh, already attracting moms. Moms have a tendency to spread themselves thin and make sure everybody else is happy. Um, entrepreneurs, they're always focused on everybody else. Um, so I don't know. Who are you currently attracting right now? Uh, entrepreneurs entrepreneurs okay so if we think about the archetype of cancer you know um, creative uh, nurturing um, wants to make sure that everybody feels at home um, has uh, is very emotional is actually very in touch intuitively and we think about the entrepreneur we think about the person who is uh, potentially uh, potentially working on building a business that satisfies them creatively, it satisfies them emotionally. That's maybe the big difference between um, working with entrepreneurs that um, potentially have like more earth, earth elements in them. You're actually here to mm -hmm. serve the person who has more of that emotional side. So I'm curious in your you know, offerings or in the offerings you're thinking about putting together, have you thought about having the component of really talking to the part of them that has crawled into the shell and kind of in start nurturing them to bring out their emotional state. Because I think at this point, that's where they're getting, that's where, that's the part of them that they neglect the most. Mm -hmm. That does sound like something that I'm working towards. And it also sounds like, like you said, myself. Okay. So, so I okay, let's know just, what she's looking for. Yes. It's something. And so makeup. So let's just talk about your business for a second. So you've got makeup. So are you doing, is it like, do you have a local business or how are you, how are you doing your business currently? I, I travel to people locally. Okay. And right now you're just doing makeup. I'm assuming just doing their makeup and then you leave or do you have other components to your program? I, right now, I just do their makeup and leave, but I know it could be, I could add other components to it because I like the aspect 
I like the aspect of taking care of them and pampering them. So I'm trying to pull that all together. Perfect. Okay, so let me, let me, let's just sit with that for a minute. I'm going to come back to that because it's really important because this is your ideal customer. But I want to just kind of mm -hmm. help you kind of, um, you know, fill in the blanks here. What else your ideal customer really wants from you based on your astrological birth chart? So, okay, you've got your, um, you've got your north node in the sign of Sagittarius and your south node in the sign of Gemini. So the south node is basically your natural abilities. Okay, your natural ability is to be talkative. Your natural ability is um, to come up with ideas and um, be outgoing, right? But your north node is actually your destiny. And this is where actually your challenges are going to be held in this lifetime. So, and that's in the sign of Sagittarius. So right now, what I'm seeing, the first thing that came to mind is Sagittarius is all about freedom. It's all about mm -hmm. travel and foreign culture and philosophy and higher education and spirituality. So this is going to be your mm -hmm. challenge. And I wonder, um, have you ever thought about go, ha having this uh, business be outside of your local area? Because when I see Sagittarius there, it really wants to be like global. Yes, I have. <laughs> Okay, so this yeah. is going to be the challenge of really uh, working through how do we take this local business and really bring it to all these other cultures and all these other states and other countries or what have you, uh, because that's going to be where the success is. And that's going to be where you actually feel like you've actually reached, um, reached true potential. Okay. Okay, so Gemini is a natural ability. So I'm thinking you have this makeup business, but Gemini, you have two, you have Gem Saturn and Gemini. So these are important. So you have your South node, which is your natural abilities in Gemini and you have your Saturn in Gemini. So I'm thinking, what if you brought in some communication component, right? So it's kind of like, um, I don't want to say mind, body, and spirit because communication, I guess that could be mind. Yeah, it could be mind. You know, so air signs are all about ideas and talking and communication. So it could have this mind, body, spirit element where the body part um, is actually like beautifying them with the makeup. But then the mind, this is going mm -hmm. to satisfy Gemini where you actually – I feel like either it's um, – I don't know. I keep seeing like a, a, a group workshop where it's like you're leading this, you're warming them, um, and you're having these conversations. Um, or whatever that topic ends up being about, um, probably about coming out of their shell because that's cancer and that's your archetype for your kismet client, is like having these mm -hmm. um, open, open communication forum, open communication mastermind, something where you're people are opening up and sharing and coming out of their shell. Yes, I'm sitting here ready to jump out my seat. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. So I'm seeing, so we've got to lean in. We're going to make Saturn happy because you're going to commit to putting together some type of, um, I don't know if it's a workshop or retreat. I don't know if it's a traveling thing. I don't know if you can somehow do this virtually. I mean, it's kind of the sky's the limit, but I want to make sure that we um, satisfy your destiny, which is your North node and Sagittarius. So just a couple ideas for you. So if you do mm -hmm. like a, uh, a traveling workshop, like maybe you start at local, but then you end up traveling to different cities. I don't know. This is just one, one idea, um, where the workshop, you know, maybe starts with, 
um, it starts with the, with the communication, right? It starts with uh, asking the harder questions. Um, maybe there's even, you know, the women are opening up and, uh, you know, tears are flowing. I mean, I'm thinking about cancer. They're mm -hmm. really emotional. Um, and having those, um, those really sincere talks um, that make everybody feel part of a, of a community, because that's really important to mm -hmm. cancer, is that having that family. And then having the second part of the workshop be about making them feel beautiful. It's like now we've kind of gotten to under the hood of the car. Everybody's kind of smiling now. Everybody's shared. Everybody's um, having, having a transformation. Then it's all about beauty. And then that last mm -hmm. part of the workshop is really that, that, that creative or spiritual component. Um, depending on, you know, where you want to go with that, I would see, I would see as far as like your Midheaven and Taurus, it's still being around um, attraction. Um, I don't know if mm -hmm. that's feeling sexy. I don't know if that's um, some type of, I don't know if, it would, if you'd call it like a, like a, a, a sixth sense or like a, like your third eye. Like it's like basically mm -hmm. opening up your, your portal to just being a magnet for what it is that they desire. That could be like a spiritual component. Mm -hmm. And if you decided to do, uh, maybe you don't want to, I don't know if you want to travel around with it. Um, but if you wanted to do something like this online, um, you could definitely do some type of workshop where you have that, um, that family orient, that family piece of it where you're actually doing the communication, but you do it virtually. And then um, mm -hmm. maybe there's like some kind of co uh, tutorial where you teach them how to do their makeup or you teach them or you show them the kits that you buy or, you know, which mm -hmm. products to buy. So, and then you do that spiritual component as the last part. So you could do it either way. You could also do a combination of both. Okay. But that would make okay. it so that it's reaching that global audience, which would satisfy mm -hmm. the North Node and Sag. Okay. This is making sense. Okay. So the thing I kind of want to, you know, zero in on, because I kind of just touched on it briefly when we started the, the session, is the, okay, so the Aquarius stellium. So, uh, so an, a stellium is basically you have um, more than three uh, signs in your uh, chart and you actually have five um, Aquariuses in your planet. So you have okay. so much Aquarius. So when I'm thinking like I just kind of painted a picture of a potential workshop, but Aquarius is like, yeah, well, that sounds good and all, but how do we make it like spectacular? How do we make this like <laughs> you know, is this going through your head? Because that's what's going through Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the big question. How do you make something that sounds awesome, but make it odd, make it like I've never been to anything like that before. Make it, make it your own. Right. Any ideas? Well, I'm, I have thought before about how, how the, uh, I guess, how the colors translate for healing and mm. different makeup colors you wear for certain feelings or that would um, align with your chakras, things like that nature, crystals and things like that. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love that. So 
like, okay, so for, I'm just kind of grasping here. So like, let's say you have like, you wear like a, like red eyeshadow. Was that what you're kind of right. talking about? That would open mm-hmm. up a certain chakra right. or have some healing mm-hmm. component to it. Love it. Do you do yeah. any kind of like, um, I don't know if that any kind of fashion involved, is there like colors to wear in fashion that would go with the makeup? Have you ever done anything like that? I've done those before. Mm-hmm. Like what? to wear so I guess I could pull that in as well or I'm even wondering like with the hair because it's kind of like you know you're basically taking them down this self-healing journey with Mm -hmm. your program I mean it's it could be that you might want to consider bringing in some people whether you end up doing these um live or you end up doing them virtually you could bring people in that do hair or you could bring a stylist in um, to talk about fashion. And you could also do the same thing online. You could bring, you know, if you're going to teach about makeup and then have a guest speaker come and talk about hair and a guest speaker that comes and talk about fashion. That makes sense. I guess when you say it, it seems so simple and I'm always trying to do <laughs> everything myself, but this like makes sense. Oh, bring other people in. Bring <laughs> some other people in and like, it, it, the kind of the beauty here is there's a lot of cross promotion then, you know, if you basically right. find your people that you want to bring in and they could be anything. It's not even just hair and makeup. I mean, you could bring somebody in um, that talks about finding their scent, you know, anything that really magnetizes and, and talk appeals to the, all of the six senses. Um, mm-hmm. You could bring in all kinds of people. I mean, you could do, um, gosh, I mean, just for marketing this one program, you could, you know, do a podcast and invite all of your guests that would potentially um, be maybe speakers or people that help and teach things in your courses um, and just interview them and kind of get their take on this beauty program and how, how, how what they do translates to serving this uh, cancer archetype. Okay. Just ideas. I'm just thinking of like, like you have the program, but it's like, now it's like, get, let's get it out there. Let's get people mm-hmm. knowing about it. Cause it's going to be different. And the easiest way to do that is just to get other people involved. Right. Right. It could even be like, you know, if you're going to do the online thing and just do it global, it could be, it could even be like, okay, let me just think, think of this through. So it could even be like a membership. Mm-hmm. They're like, you have a membership where, you know, it focuses on mind, body, and spirit, right? Gemini, um, uh, Capricorn, Gemini, Taurus, uh, Aquarius, and satisfying that mind, mind, body, and spirit where like you have like every month they get these, these three classes, one that has to do with coming out of their shell, one that has to do with like beauty, and then one that has to do with some spiritual component and just build an entire brand just on those three concepts that has to do with, you know, being, being a magnet for what it is that they desire. Okay. Um, just pulling out ideas here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just trying to think of like, and also the Aquarius stellium, it could be, um, it could just be what you name it. Um, if it has like a really cool like vibe to it, it could be in the branding. It's not even like you have to have, you know, clowns jumping around and to right. these people, but it could just be in the branding that really has this edge, you know, right. this real, like edgy girl or something. I mean, it, you can really satisfy Aquarius in many ways, as long as you kind of give her freedom to, to own her inner rebel. Right. Right. When you said that, my eyes lit up like edgy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. 
So, I, I mean, gosh, there's more that I can go into. What questions do you have so far? I mean, I'm sure I've got the wheels turning here. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Mine are turning as well, so I'm trying to make sure I get a question in. Um, so when I'm, when I'm writing, I guess, my content, I should, I should always speak to, speak to that uh, kismic customer, yes. that cancer yes. archetype. So yep. I should speak to the, I should speak to the cancer. Yeah, but how I do it would be the Aquarius and the exactly. Gemini. Exactly. Okay. So think of it this way: if you were gonna like put together like a little sales page or something, you mm -hmm. would say something like, are, "Do you struggle coming out of your shell? Do you feel like you're taking care of everybody else and you put yourself last? Do you find that you're creative, but sometimes you feel like that? You know, so you're pulling out all of the characteristics of of Cancer, and then you're saying, "Okay." it's time to, it's time to, this is what my program solves. My program solves those problems. So that's how you start getting your sales copy out of um, the 12th house. Okay. And is it possible just to go right into selling something or do I have to gain their trust first? Like on social I mean, media? It's, yeah, I would probably have some type of like signature webinar or okay. that's why I said like the podcast, you could even go from like having this podcast where every week you have a guest on and then at the end of the, uh, at the end of the uh, podcast, you're always promoting this workshop. Okay. It's just however okay. you want to market it, but some kind of either podcast or um, a, a signature webinar. You could do like a video training series. You could do a teleclass. I mean, something that's going to introduce um, the big why. And you probably want to just focus on one area. So if your program solves like how to become more attractive um, to all the things you desire because you've got those three components or whatever it ends up being, then you want to focus on just one of the things. So like um, maybe if you did uh, a webinar all about, um, uh, you could do, I mean, depending, so you've got cancer. That's pretty, she's really creative. She's open-minded. Um, she's intuitive. You could do something about spirituality. Um, you could talk mm -hmm. about coming out of your shell. You could talk about the chakras and then introduce the program. Um, it really could go many ways. I probably wouldn't go Okay, one thing I probably wouldn't do is make it really about business. Even if you are attracted okay. to entrepreneur, I probably would just say you're in business, but I, I wouldn't make it like, oh, how to look amazing on camera for your business. I, I right. wouldn't go that way. I would actually go the more like water way, the more spiritual, mm -hmm. the more emotional way and lead with that as the, as the content for that free training. Okay. Okay. And you said, and I would do it as a free training. Sorry. You can do, I mean, you can have it just paid. To introduce. Yeah. I mean, probably just have something. You might want to do it once for free if you want, and then have the replay right. for a few bucks. But sometimes people just have their signature webinar and it's just always free. And they, you know, just send people to the replay. It could end up being like, if you're promoting a lot on Instagram, make that the, the link in your bio. Um, and just always sends people right there so that you're basically what you're doing is you're making it so that everybody knows you as this one person who solves this one thing with this one workshop. Right. Okay. And then from there, you know, once you are known for that signature workshop, 
then you can take all those people and sell them other things later. But this one thing is going to be like the bread and butter of like right. what pays the bills and what will start to brand you as that, as that person. Okay. This makes a lot of sense. I never would have put that your assigned would actually work towards your, your customer. That was, this is mind blowing to say. Yay! <laughs> I know once I get into the kismet client stuff, people are like, what? Wait a minute. So I would, what I would do is I would just go back, you know, think about who you were three years ago, you know, what struggles you have. I mean, just the fact that you've got your moon and Capricorn, you already understand, um, emotions on a much deeper level than people let it like think that we do just because we're mm-hmm. Capricorn, people think, Oh, just climbing the ladder. So clueless or whatever that, Oh no, no, no. We know the deeper feelings of the shadows. We just don't let anybody mm-hmm. see that. So your person yes. is, is kind of similar because cancer is actually the polar opposite of Capricorn. But remember Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the father figure. Cancer is a water sign ruled by um, the moon and it's the mother figure. So when you're talking to your, so it's yin and yang, it's feminine and masculine. So Mm -hmm. you, you understand from a masculine standpoint, like, look, these emotions, I'm going to keep them to myself. Like, that's just how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. Cancer's the opposite. They're like wearing their heart on their sleeve. Right. So that's where I would, where I would fine tune, um, any sales copy or any, like any freebie that you're going to make for them is like, do you wear your heart on your sleeve? Like, do you know that you're, you know, you know, your business is like, you know, going to make a difference in the world, but you don't put yourself first. And until you put yourself Mm -hmm. first, there's always going to be that, that state where you feel like you have to crawl in your, in your shell and spend all that time in solitude. But really, you know, what if you looked at it this way? What if we could take all of these other things, you know, and have these conversations and really reconnect you to, you know, a higher self and get you, um, and get you resonating and vibrating at a level that really is, uh, indicative to where you want your business to be. So it's like you have the business spin because you're targeting entrepreneurs, but Mm -hmm. it's not a business course. Right. Right. So will it resonate with them just, yeah, like you said, to get you out of the shell. And it's almost like these courses would show you to get you out and to keep you out of that shell. Exactly. you can do to put yourself first. Okay. They're basically creating um, rituals for them. You know, like you creating a safe space. Like I could even see the Gemini portion of your program being ongoing where it's like you have like a, a mastermind where you, it's like not a business mastermind, but it's like talking about how you feel, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, I had this client that really bothered me. And like they talk, it's not so much like what's the strategy to get more clients. It's like, it's a safe place for them to communicate um, how they feel. So you're basically creating these rituals in their lives where like they finally know, Oh, when I don't feel good, I know I've got my monthly call with Callie's group. You know, I know when, um, I'm feeling better. That makes me want to get dressed in the morning and get out of my yoga pants and put on my makeup. 
Right. You know, and then I have these other rituals where I learn how to how color therapy affects my chakras and how that opens up the portals to more ideas in my business. And my third eye is open. I mean, you could go so many places with this, but you're basically giving them new ways of coping with the day to day turbulence of being an entrepreneur. Wow. I'm trying not to be quiet because I'm like, wow, angels yeah. like a magical unicorn. How you just came up with? <laughs> I know you're so cute. Well, I mean, okay. So I wanted. I think you've got enough. I'm not going to go any yes. further. I got to wrap up anyway. But mm-hmm. I want you to just ask you. You know, but as I before I let you go, you know, what are the next steps for you? What are you going to do after you hang up? I'm going to be sending you the replays if you want to listen mm-hmm. to this again. But what do you see as your next steps? Well, I, I am going to go back to see what I was, how I was, who I was three years ago, and then work on that signature webinar Yes, that I can get out. I have okay. some ideas already, even with the, how to cope and how to come out of your shell. So I will, that's, that'll be my next step Perfect. to go through my journals and Facebook pages and see what I was three years ago. What was, what was I looking for mm-hmm. and how I can um, solve that for the cancer? Girl, you got it. I think you, got, you totally got it. I'm like, girl, you're on your way. I'm so happy to have done this for you. This has been absolutely amazing. I know so many people are on the phone going, how do I marry all this stuff? Especially right. the thing that I appreciate is that you're in like kind of a traditional business model, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. the hardest. But the way that things are going, it's like you can combine all these different components as long as you know what problem it solves and who you solve it for. And I think right. it's helped other people get an insider glimpse of like, how do I take my hairdressing business? How do I take, I'm a stylist. How do I take, uh, I'm an accountant, all these traditional um, names and turn it into mm-hmm. something that's less linear and more right. Circular, you know, it's like there's a, a full circle here. There's a holistic experience that's missing when you just uh, only resonate with that one title. Right. Right. So I want to thank okay. you. I want to thank you for thank being you so open. Much. I know. I when we first started, I was like, "Oh, I saw that moon in Capricorn. She might be a tough one to break." But we got through it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awesome. So I want to thank you guys all for tuning in to this uh, episode of the Rising Star Project. Thank you, Kelly, for being my special guest today. Um, If you guys are interested in learning more about your astrological birth chart, I want to encourage you to check out the Rising Star uh, Ritual Kit available at the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and get started um, discovering your higher calling. So thanks again, Kelly. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Same to you. Thank you. Are you a licensed hairdresser, makeup artist, stylist, or wardrobe consultant? Or perhaps you're an esthetician, massage therapist, or even a nurse. These traditional career paths just might be putting baby in a box. Like Callie, who is eager to find a more holistic mission to her makeup artistry business, you don't have to identify with just the credentials on the wall. Your higher calling is a combination of all the things you love to do. Isn't it time to use those other planetary aspects and refine your business to be more aligned with who you are at the core? That's what we unfolded today for Callie. 
and with her incredible breakthrough, she's on her way to walking her talk and turning her local business into a global brand by satisfying her North Node in Sagittarius. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.